0: How's it going, everyone? Welcome to the podcast. My name is Robert. This is my co-host mom, and this is We Are In Trouble Now, the podcast where, you know, we basically just have a conversation right here at this Kenner countertop, and we basically are allowing the the viewer to take a look into our Mm crazy cra crazy crazy life. (laughs) Crazy life. Our crazy life and and basically just you know, we have our conversations no different than what we would Mm -hmm. behind closed doors. So we are giving you a little sneak peek of what it's like. Um, behind the camera. Yeah. So there we are. So today's episode is really, really cool. We're going to talk about me being stuck into a cage full of bald eagles and golden eagles and... What's
1: up? This pretty such wild a, to say. It's yeah. just such a random thing. Such a to weird. Be it's like, weird, but like it makes. I'm sense. sure y'all can, you yeah. know, relate So to there's that.
0: One. that. Uh, Lonnie or Mom. I don't know why I keep calling you by your name. Mom uh, is going to talk a little bit about her social media and Amazon influencer program, mm-hmm. which is really cool. We're going to talk about, you know, kind of just trying new things. We're going to talk about surfing. We're going to talk about camping. Yeah. We're going to talk about the the highs and lows of social media. It's so really a really important. Yeah, there was a bunch of really cool aspects that it's going to take in this podcast. But you have to tune in to find out on We're in Trouble Now. So enjoy. We're in. We're in. We're in We're in trouble now. We're in trouble now. So it has been, you know, what we did is we went ahead and we had a little sabbatical for the podcast. We mm-hmm. what we did is we filmed like a week and a half worth of podcasts, uh, back to back to back to back to back. And in that time, it's been really fun. We've had, it felt weird not recording. Like it felt like, you yeah. know, like it was like a phantom. Like you're like, I should be doing something, but yeah. I don't know what I should be doing. Um, but no, it's been a cool little week and a half, a little vacation, and we're back. You mm-hmm. know, did some things I've been really happy about. we done things. I was in a cage full of predatory birds, which is kind <laughs> of okay, crazy. You
1: have to, okay, you have to back up and put a little bit more context sure. with that. You know, they're just going to be like, what? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, okay. So I work as a, as a field journalist for a nonprofit. And what we do is we specialize in gearing and training anti-poaching rangers in Asia and South or Southeast Asia and Africa. Mm-hmm. And while we're not in Africa, my company also partners with another nonprofit who does this really cool thing. They do a bunch of make a wish, um, uh, grants, or they grant a bunch of Make-A-Wish. That is really things. cool. It's really, really cool. Uh, they're very, very nice people. Uh, they're called Nurtured by Nature out in, in Paula, and um, we. I. The, what what they do is they offer like this really cool swim with the otters type like immersive experience and i've i've actually swam with the otters before and it's really fun and they're just they're good people and they mean really really I well
1: i really want to do that
0: yeah maybe one day i mean maybe you can swim with the little baby otters but they're really fun and they are expanding their territory or they're expanding their uh facility mm-hmm. to take in more not only more kids but more they want to start doing more field trips to the local communities um you know they're taking in more rescued animals and and so my boss works with their boss in a lot of in a lot of ways and they had gotten two eagles um, who were, you know, from another nonprofit that weren't able to keep them anymore. And one was a bald eagle who was poisoned. Oh. Um, you know, that's just, you know, they're, they're, the bald eagles are a little bit of a, I don't want to say they're a problem up, you know, up north. But, you know, you, your bald eagle starts eating your fish and things like that are yeah. just a nuisance. You know, the m- most logical thing is to poison it. That's what they do, the elephants like in Indonesia and stuff like that. Yeah, no. Um, so they So they do poison so the bald eagle is poisoned and rescued and saved. The golden eagle, I don't remember what the problem with them. I, I know there was a medical issue, but the, both of them are unable to be sent mm-hmm. back into the wild. So this place now was like a forever home for them. So they built this really cool, really large enclosure. Uh, it looked really nice. And, you know, I get there at like...
1: Can I ask you a question? Yeah, what's up? Was it kind of like, you know, at the zoo, you yeah. know, they have like the bird enclosure. Yeah. Was it kind of like that, like kind of like a dome?
0: It wasn't a dome. It, looked, it, was, it was very hutty. You know, it had it had like a little slanted roof and, mm. you know, it, it just looked like a. it would look like you would at a, at a zoo. It was okay. very it was very well, bo- both Mike, my boss and the guy, Kevin, mm-hmm. they both have a zoo background. They both worked at the zoos right. for for many, many, many years. So they both are very, very familiar with, you know, regulations and guidelines and are very familiar with what works and what doesn't work with with animals. So they had built it basically. I mean, you could have picked it up and placed it in a zoo, and you would have thought it was a zoo enclosure. Oh, cool. So it was it was to the book, like really nice looking, um, not domey, but um, <laughs> okay. You know, then maybe that was Jurassic. Well, Park. their their wings are clipped, so they, it's not like they could fly. Oh, so okay. um, you know they would kind of just like hop around and things really? like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. so their their wings were clipped as a condition of being able to be rescued. Oh, okay. Um, so, you know, I, for whatever reason, because they're not able to be released in the wild, they wanted to ensure that they wouldn't... So
1: they can... I know like um, when we had our, yeah, um, our cockatoo, cockatoo. Yeah, yeah, you could clip their wings so mm-hmm. that they can fly just a little. Yeah. They like hover or not yeah. hover, but they kind of like, they, they like fall with grace yeah.
0: basically. Yeah. So um, I, I totally forgot where I was going. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so the nonprofit was giving them the eagles. And so my, my boss had asked me to come out for the day and just film it because it's kind of like a big thing. And, you know, I get there at like 9, no, I get there at like 10, 15. They're supposed to be there at like 10, 30. And it's set up in like, hey, you want to like start filming? He was like, let me give you a tour. And it's still under construction. So it's like basically a dirt lot. And he's yeah. like, this is where that's going to go. This is where that's going to go. And he's like, this is where this will be. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, hey, dude, I, I mean, I could be filming right now. You know, I was in filming mode. And so it's like 10, 25. The eagles are going to be there at 10 30. So, Mike, my boss, was like, Hey, dude, why don't you go inside of the cage, you know, do a little like B roll shots, you know, get some really tight, crisp like B roll shots. I'm like, Yeah, that sounds awesome. You know, like, I'm all for it. I got my gimbal, I got my backpack full of things. Like, I'm, I'm like eager. It's like first day of school. So, I'm in there filming and then, you know, kind of like lost in time. And then yeah. 10 30 rolls around and these eagles come like on the dot. Yeah. So, I'm in the cage. The most punctual eagles. They're level. very punctual. Yeah. And they came from like two hours away. So, I'm in the cage and I'm filming. And, um, it's pretty interesting to think of, but I'm like looking around, I'm like filming my backs kind of to the, the door. So the door, it was two doors. It was the entrance. And then there was like a staging area. And then there was another door that led you into the, into the actual cage. I think they're called a padlock. Mm -hmm. Um, a paddock. no. I don't know.
1: A paddock is, I know a paddock is for like horses, Mm. but I think it, it, I think it would be a paddock because a padlock is a key, like a lock.
0: I don't know. So, so I'm in there and all of a sudden I turn around and there's two, like two dudes and with these two large crates and I'm like, oh, oh, they'll just, they'll just let me through, like no big deal. Uh, and they don't let me through. They start pulling <laughs> out eagles out of these boxes and I'm in the cage and they're releasing the eagles into the box. And so like you, the first guy picks up the golden eagle and it's pretty big. It's like two and a half feet large along or yeah, wide. High. Yeah. High. Sorry. High. And um, he's got the little like hood on his neck yeah. and he just, he does not look like a pleasurable eagle. Ah! He does not look like an eagle. That would be one to hold a conversation with. Yeah. He, he was like, Oh, this guy was a disgruntled. Eagle. He was very disgruntled. Yeah. His feathers were kind of like, um, kind of jacked up, Ooh. you know, he was like, because he was malting, I guess. Oh, okay. So his feathers were kind of like different. Uh, so, so he looked like he would run a street gang and <laughs> I saw him look at me and I looked at him and he was like, yeah, I'm going to get you. Yeah. So, so they, they release him and I'm like, Hey, you guys, he
1: like hop at you angrily.
0: So, okay. So what happened is he starts releasing the eagle and, and then, you know, there's a lot going on. There's like 10, 15 people there, you know, nobody really like Nobody knew who I was except for the for except for Mike, my boss and the owner. Yeah, and so they knew who I was, or uh, who I were. Who, who who was I? Who you were? Who I was? No,
1: and, <laughs> It's definitely not.
0: And uh, so everybody's like, "Who's this guy?" And so I felt really expendable at that moment, right? Because people are like, "Who's this guy? And why is he filming?" And then they, then all of a sudden, eagles are being released while I'm in the vicinity, and. You know, there, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of moving parts, and I'm like, "Hey, do you guys want me in the cage?" <laughs> <laughs> and nobody hears me. Yeah. And so they just they get the gold eagle. You know, I'm getting the shots. The shots are looking really sick, but
1: at what cost? <laughs> at, yeah, I was like,
0: you know what? Like, do I really need my legs? Like, yeah. Eagle you know, eagle's gonna scratch the shit out of me. And um, sorry, Oops.
1: That's okay.
0: Um, so the eagle's gonna scratch me up, and. So they release the gold eagle. The gold eagle kind of like hops straight, like right, <laughs> straight past me and then to the right a little bit. So I'm like, whew, okay, well, I can surely get out in between yeah. other eagles. And then as soon as that gold eagle is released, not two seconds after the bald eagle is in this guy's hands. This guy's got this bald eagle and he looks even more angry <laughs> and he's bigger and he's got these, I swear to, I swear mom, his talons were, oh, they're huge. They, were they, they, they looked like they're either have to have been. Close to a foot long. I mean, they were Are giant. They like Were they bigger
1: than your hand? Much bigger. Really? Yeah, much wow. bigger. Although
0: I think I have small hands, but yeah, they were much bigger. Oh, they were. Gosh. They had to have been at least a foot long and they were like really sharp looking and yeah. his beak was big and he kind of like looked at me again and I was like, oh God. You're
1: like, I've, I, I've been in this. Since yeah, <laughs> like I was like, I, I, was, I was like, yeah, I
0: was like, all right, you know, I'm like so far I'm one for uh, oh for one in yeah. terms of getting attacked by an eagle. So they released the bald eagle next and the bald eagle kind of follows the same path. And eventually, as soon as, like, the path is clear, I jump up and ran out. And But I was like, it's so typical that I would be in a cage full of bald eagles. And, oh, it's, yeah. and it's weird because, you know, like, you know, I had filmed with, you know, my company for, I think I started 2018. And yeah. since that time, you know, it's such a normal occurrence to be in a cage with golden eagles and bald eagles or, like, be in a cage with lions or, It's you just know, another hold, day at work for you. Yeah, like, hold this venomous snake, you know, take pictures of that venomous snake. And it's weird to think... What you can get used to, right? Yeah. You know, so like there's been times where like, I've thought back on it and I'm like, whoa, that's kind of scary. So let me
1: ask you this. Huh. Okay. So you were in a cage with yeah. these giant eagles. Uh-huh. Now, could you, what, what do you, how do you think you would have handled this scenario back in 2018? So let's just say, yeah, 2000, yeah, yeah. 2018, Robert mm. is in the cage with the eagles. How do you think you would have handled it then?
0: To be honest with you, I think. I don't know. I want to tell you I would have been, like, more scared, but I think I'd be more naive to the idea of danger, mm. if that makes any sense. It really does. I think, I think the longer I've been with the company, the more I kind of, like, I, I know it cooks. Yeah. And so, like, the longer I've been with them, I'm kind of like, okay, cool, like, this is dangerous, yeah. but I but I know how to, like, circumvent around these dangerous situations. Whereas, like, 2018 Burt would probably would have been like, let me just get close to this eagle. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. eagle, do you have any questions? Yeah, yeah. You know, so like I I could absolutely see myself getting mauled by an eagle sheerly out of negligence.
1: Yeah. Why is that not moving over? Oh, it's because it's it's
0: super big. Oh. It's because I zoomed out too much. So Yeah, so I think I don't know. I mean, I think yeah, I definitely think I would be not as confident in either my situation. Like obviously like if I was actually in danger, if I actually felt like I was in danger. I would have absolutely said something if not Mike would have been like hey guys let's get the guy out of the cage but Mike you know I I looked up at him and he was smirking
1: yeah I mean but the whole thing is is I know Mike well enough that Mm. I would he's the type that would be like let's just put him in a sketchy situation just to see yeah
0: exactly it's more of just like hey I'm gonna make this guy uncomfortable sheerly out of like for humor but but you know there's been points where like we have been in dangerous situations and there have been points where like there could have absolutely been harm and you know Mike's a very forward thinker and he's like hey guys let's you know yeah. let's move you here let's go out of here hey don't be here kind of thing yeah so it, so i guess also too like having that confidence in the people around you the people you surround yourself with also helps a lot too like i remember i totally forgot about this but there was one time we were feeding a hippo his name is patrick <laughs> and he was a rescue hippo
1: was this in africa
0: yeah this is in africa this is that uh i don't want to i can't don't say I, yeah no. i can't tell you where in africa and i can't tell you who it was with but his name i believe his name is patrick and he had like sun he had some sort of skin condition where we had to like put ointment on him. Mm-hmm. And the only way to put ointment on him is to feed him while you're ointmenting. But he was a wild hippo. yeah. And so it was really interesting because you had to like feed him while rubbing him down and we're rubbing him down. And I'm two feet from the hippo yeah. and he's a wild hippo. And the only thing keeping him in the enclosure is like this really wimpy um, piece of like electrical wire yeah. that wouldn't even shock. It wouldn't even hurt you if you touched it and, yeah. and the hippo wouldn't think anything of it. And so it's just really weird to think that you're like feet away from one of the most dangerous animals in Africa.
1: You would be surprised you didn't get like a really long stick with like a Q-tip on the end and be like...
0: Yeah, or like, well, dude, it's supposed to be really expensive. We had to like bring it into Africa and it costs a lot of money. Oh, wow. But yeah, I mean, there's there's all these different things. I mean, like you, I could have... know, broken my hand, we were feeding baby rhinos. I could have been bit by a puff adder when we were holding it. You know, there's just, it's really weird. There's
1: nothing nothing about that last sentence. Yeah. That's the craziest
0: part. You know, what's wild too. Is there, uh, we were, there's a, have you ever showed Did it have its fangs? Oh yeah. No, it was like uber dangerous. So what happens is with that, with those kind of animals, it's really interesting how they do it. Right. So in order to hold, let's just say a puff adder, which is one of the fastest striking venomous snakes in in the world,
1: which I don't understand why anybody would want to, but go ahead. Yeah.
0: So what they do is they, they have like the this clear tube. Yeah. yeah. So it's this clear tube that they kind of coax the the snake in and they get him up far enough. They kind of pinch the base of the tube so he can't um, crawl back and he can't leave. but But he also doesn't have enough ability to strike yeah so he's kind of like in a neutral state which so you're allowed to hold him and oh uh, so
1: he had like a restraining collar on
0: very similar to it yeah so he was it really limits it not to say that you're completely safe of danger but you you are you definitely eliminate a lot of the possibilities of being bit and so then you got you got you get to hold one of the most venomous fast striking snakes in the world yeah. uh they're um Teeth are really sharp and really long. Yeah, and you know, so you do that, and so you hold that, and then he, this guy pulls out a forest viper. It's a seven foot forest viper that he found under some guy's bed, and he was like, "Here's your stick. You know, go pick it up." And that was really scary. Did
1: you pick it up? No. With a stick?
0: Not even. It was one. It wasn't. It was one of those claw things. Yeah. But Marty did, and Chris did.
1: Oh wow. Oh, and it, no.
0: there, his his advice was, yeah, just if you if he he looks at you, just drop him.
1: But could you imagine <laughs> the guy who? whose bed that snake was found. They're under?
0: They're actually really common. It's oh. wild. So like there there were, Mike was just telling me, cause he was in Africa in February that they had filmed another segment of a forest viper that was also under some guy's bed. Mm. So whenever I'm in Africa, the first thing I always do is check under the bed. No kidding. It's crazy. I was going
1: to say, you know, just put your mattress on the floor, but that would be even worse.
0: Yeah. You're just, there's just floor food for them at that <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah. So I always, I always check the bed under the bed and I check I actually check the bed.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny that you mentioned like that tube because mm-hmm. I um, just saw a TikTok yeah. where it was a real poisonous like little green viper snake. Yeah. What did mm-hmm. it look like? It was green. Oh, okay. It was a green viper snake? Oh, I
0: think I, was that the one when he had like a, something oh, like just, a scab? Yeah. So a lot yeah. of, that's how a lot of venomous snake experts hold, uh, handle and manage their snakes yeah. because they do have, you know, obviously the mouth is such an important part for them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll get an infection or sometimes they'll have like something stuck or they or can't, kinda have yeah, like yeah, yeah, it's got like a weird look. Yeah. So they just basically just put them in that little tube, use the little Q-tip and what kind of
1: go. snake was that? Do you know?
0: Oh God! Um, No, it was some sort of was a green viper snake. Yeah, yeah, it could have been. Yeah. Well, like in in Costa Rica, they have they're they have all these really cool vipers that are in the trees that we, we unfortunately couldn't find. I
1: was gonna say you went to Co- Costa Rica. Yeah, I went to I Costa Rica. Like to go there.
0: You would love Costa Rica. The yeah. the weather is incredible. The people are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone it, it everyone speaks English. So there's really not that big of a language barrier. Mm-hmm. Everyone's really friendly and polite um, 10 out of 10 of a good time. I I think you would really like it. It's clean. It's friendly. The food's fantastic. That's cool. Yeah. I think, I think if you had to travel to any, um, like Central American country, any, any, what Latin about Brazil? American, you know, what I don't I, know. I don't know a lot about Brazil. Yeah. I was going to say,
1: cause I have a lot of followers from Brazil. Yeah, I
0: don't, I don't know enough about it to know. I know Chad's been a couple of times, but I know mm. from firsthand experience, Brazil is really cool. And I think, I think you'd really like it. Yeah, You get to see sloths, uh, we can we can get to see the coral reefs. Yeah. Um, have you ever? You've never seen coral reefs, have you? No. No. Yeah. No, I don't.
1: Be... I don't like sticking my head underwater. That's
0: right. You're claustrophobic and stuff. You don't like. They have giant lionfish down there, which are invasive.
1: Oh um, really? Yeah. So, that, so. is there any way to get on a boat with like a glass bottom boat and just be like? Ooh. I don't.
0: I don't think you could be on a glass bottom boat, but the water there is is crystal clear, so you could very easily just see the bottom.
1: See now. Here's the thing. If I went there, I would really want to push myself okay. to like. I don't know if I could. Scuba dive, yeah, but I think I could snorkel.
0: Okay, so what? We're, I mean, scuba diving would require like a, a license, so yeah. you would have to actively learn to scuba. Yeah, but snorkeling is very doable, especially with different kinds of masks and stuff. Yeah,
1: you I know, mean, could I get like a floaty device to where I I wouldn't sink?
0: Uh Well, you're naturally buoyant. You no, wouldn't.
1: No, I'm very, I'm very dense.
0: I promise you, the <laughs> air in your lungs, you would, you would, make, you would be buoyant. You mm-hmm. would not sink.
1: Okay, I would want to, I would want to test this theory out in. Um, shallow water. Sure. And then work my way So you would just
0: float in like two feet of water? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I remember the first time I went snorkeling was with Jason. I had just gotten sober and I I had probably been sober about six months Mm -hmm. and we went snorkeling down in La Jolla and in La Jolla there's like this really nice cove and there's a really nice cave and we kind of snorkeled in a not super designated spot. Yeah. And this is, the, I, okay, so Jason, it was me, Jason, and my friend Heater, and the three of us decided to go snorkeling. So Jason decided that he didn't want to snorkel right where we were. He wanted to walk about a mile down the beach to closer to the cove mm-hmm. or the cave so we can snorkel. And so we're walking through all these sharp rocks. We're getting, Heater and I are dying. The he, the rocks are hot, the sharp, the, the rocks are hot and they're sharp. Uh, he's got these booties, so he's perfectly yeah. fine. Heater and I are cussing at him or yelling or getting our feet all cut up. And so we finally get into the water, and I start, you know, we, we, I've never snorkeled before. So I put my mask in, I put my snorkel in, and I immediately start hyperventilating.
1: Yeah, I did that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I'm just like, I'm dead, I'm dead, I'm dead, I'm dead. There's a shark behind me, I'm dead, I'm dead, I'm dead. There's a shark under here, I'm dead. And, you know, eelgrass is in my face. I, I you know, I can't see anything. And I finally, I'm like, I, okay, okay, I've snorkeled for a long enough time, I'm going to swim back. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to get my bearings, I'm going to see if I can touch the ground. And I was in two feet of water. <laughs> yeah. I was snorkeling in two feet of water for like 30 minutes <laughs> thinking I was in like hundreds of feet, yeah, you know, hundreds of meters deep water. I was like, there's white sharks all around me. Yeah. And I was, I was the only idiot Could snorkeling. you imagine
1: standing on shore seeing this guy like floundering around yeah. like, like a foot away yeah. from well, shore? Well, thankfully
0: I'm glad that's, I'm, that's why I'm glad we walked a mile so I could just be in like, I can suffer in silence but yeah. you know, by myself. But yeah, no, I, it's scary at first. Okay.
1: Yeah. I just... Uh, this is the first time I've put two and two together, mm-hmm. but have you ever noticed that you gravitate towards friends that are very mischievous yeah. and get you into a lot of trouble? Yeah. I don't,
0: I don't really have a good, when it comes to like the, the vetting process of, yeah. of what I would consider a friend or a companion, it's like, do you make smart choices? And if they check, no, then you're like done. And you're then my in jump yeah. in. Yeah. It's interesting. You have you really
1: mischievous friends.
0: It's the truth. I really can't think, I can't think of one responsible friend. I think the only responsible one I have is stranger. Cause I don't trust Jason. <laughs>
1: Stranger, you know what, underneath that elven beauty and, yeah. and um, pure yeah. essence about him mm-hmm. is a very mischievous person. I can see
0: that, actually. Well, we because yeah. we go backpacking a lot.
1: See, the thing is, is that he, because Stranger, his friend Stranger is one of the most he just has this way about him that if there was like in the Hobbit, you know how they had the elves? Yeah. He would have been a hobbit. Oh yeah. He, would, no, he would have been an elf.
0: Yeah. Well, like, you know how like Legolas, like he was so light, he could walk on snow. Yeah. Stranger could absolutely walk on snow. He's
1: like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think deep down inside, he has a little mischievous layer. I can see that. He just has such a presence. Yeah. That you don't know. I don't. Yeah. Being, I'm yeah. too
0: busy. Like fanboying over. Yeah. Him. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I have a lot of friends that I'm like, probably not a good johnny idea. johnny
1: is like the king of yeah i got a lot of, of yeah, yeah. I got a lot
0: of weird ones arian yeah yeah isn't that weird yeah it's super weird i remember there's one thing jason tried to convince somebody to do something i think it was like touch a electric fence or something and you wouldn't remember. have to try
1: to convince johnny he would yeah.
0: do it did i ever tell you that i w- jason and lauren they're they are now married mm-hmm. um i was on their first date mm-hmm. i ever told you that yeah
1: yeah. That you were on quite a first, I think though. I was
0: on the first four dates with yeah. Jason and Lauren. And I didn't know that until, cause he had, he had lied to me <laughs> and told me that they, you know, they would, Lauren was coming down with another friend. So it'd be like a double date. I was yeah. like, okay, cool. Sick. And so I get down there. I'm like, Hey dude, where's the, where's the other chick? He's like, Oh, I didn't tell you. Yeah. She can't come. Yeah. I knew exactly. I had known later down, in, down the line, but the girl that he was talking about was already married. Yeah. He just he never he failed to mention that part.
1: I remember you like being like isn't it really weird? And yeah. I'm like, oh well. Yeah. But I was like this
0: chick keeps bailing. How weird is this? Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> she had to pick up her kid from school. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. So it's it's um it was an interesting time. Like it was nice to it was nice to be able to film and it was nice to you know kind of be back in the swing of things cuz we, we hadn't I had a, I haven't really filmed since I was in Africa last yeah. June. So it's been about a year and a half since I've even filmed an endangered animal and it, it felt kind of nice to be back in the swing of yeah. things you know because normally I would be in a different country about every six months yeah and so it's a little it felt it felt good it was like you know it's like your first day of school where you're all excited you know I woke up early I like packed my bag the day before <laughs> yeah. I was like I'll need this and I'll need that and I get to use this and no, it's just a good time you that's know? awesome yeah it's it's fun it's fun doing it I, you know I love doing it yeah so. well
1: Mike's a really funny guy I mean yeah he's, he's a crack
0: up you know, between him and all the other people I work with, you know, it's I, I'm really thankful to. I was thinking about the other day. I was like, you know, kind of, if he invited me to go back to Africa, you know, I I'd be really excited to go. But it's it's it feels like it's getting harder and harder to go every year.
1: Yeah, I mean the the pro, I mean, you've been once to Africa. To Africa. Well, I'm I meant in. like on a deployment with hmm. with Mike.
0: I've been in there a bunch of times.
1: No, I meant like. With you know like oh actually
0: uh, with Mike yeah oh uh yeah this would yeah that was my only my only time see no,
1: like if because I know that you've traveled to Africa by yourself quite yeah. a few times just to like do a story yeah would you I mean I think that that would be really cool
0: it's really fun I mean Africa is really cool I well the problem is that they drive stick shifts and they drive on the other side of the road so that's the only that's the only part that sucks also too um it's just more fun doing things with other people like when, yeah. with Chili and Natasha and Mike it was it was enjoyable to kind of have like the goon squad.
1: No. So I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but would you go back or would you, because I know you have a lot of things going on in your life. Yeah, dude.
0: It's every day. It's so weird because like every day there's just one more thing to do Mm -hmm. and there's just one more task. And like, literally I was mapping it out. I'm, I probably only sleep about four to five hours a day and I probably have about an hour and a half of actual free time. Yeah. And that free time I use eating. Yeah. And other than that, it's, I, there's not, I really don't have like one spare second. And, and I was talking to you about this in the car and it's like, I'd much rather have it this way than the latter, yeah. right? Because there's been a couple of months where I had nothing to do. You know, there's no work. You know, I was kind of just sitting on my hands and it was the worst. You yeah. know, the days just felt forever. So I'd much rather kind of just be like super, super, super busy and not have enough time to do anything than, than the latter. Yeah. But I don't know. I think, I mean, I, I love Africa and ever since I was a kid, I've been in love with the, the continent and um, it'd be really hard to say no to it.
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I'm getting back to like how busy you are. Yeah. I um, it's like last weekend. Uh, it, I don't know where I was, but a couple of people were like, "Well, you know, are you busy? Do yeah. you do you keep yourself occupied throughout yeah. the day?" I'm like not only do I keep myself occupied throughout the day, I could use a couple more hours. I mean, it's literally from the minute you wake up until the minute you go to bed. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. I mean, i wake up at four in the morning Mm -hmm. and and until I go to bed at like 10 o'clock at night, I don't stop moving. Yeah. And it's been, it's been really interesting too. I mean, I don't know if it's allergies or what have you, but like my eyes have felt like a lot of pressure lately.
1: How are are they today?
0: They're better. They're much better. I think it was allergies because Mm -hmm. I remember having very similar symptoms a couple of months back when the weather was kind of weird like this. Yeah. But like, it's, it's rough, dude. Like. You know, you're just like, okay, three more hours, and I can take a break. Well, for you've ten been minutes.
1: um really on the computer a time. I have, I have long, been on the computer long for long yeah, periods for, of time.
0: Yeah, I think I, not only that, but I think the, you know, it, it's so I'm so focused uh-huh. that maybe I'm forgetting to blink. I don't know. I think you're my eyes, well I think my eyes are a little strained. But but like I said, it's a great. It's a great experience so far. and I'm having a great time doing it. So yeah, it's just been busy. I forgot what we what led us to this.
1: Oh, because um, oh, if I'd go back to Africa, yeah, if you go back to Africa, I I would.
0: I, the country, the the continent itself, and just Africa in general is. I I remember. I don't know what it it had to been just the movies that I would watch when I was younger that enticed me to love Africa. I mm-hmm. mean, whether it be Ace Ventura, you know, Pet the, Detective uh, 2 oh, when um, he goes to Africa, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, then the one
1: with the lions.
0: Yeah, um, arm, and, um,
1: uh, Ghost in the Darkness, darkness yeah. you know.
0: Every single movie that I ever seen, uh, that, that I've seen about Africa is just an, I've been I've been hooked, yeah. hooked line and sinker, which is why like if I could ever time travel, I would go back in like the, the 1900s, right when they were, you know, explorers were, you know, kind of mm-hmm. like exploring and seeing all these wildlife and, and, you know, meeting all these different people for the first time. It was just, it was a cool time. I'd, I'd love to do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I well, love it Very effort, cool. Yeah. So you take away for your Eagles is very, um. It, yeah.
0: It was kind of like, I don't know. It was more of just like, it was was so weird and bizarre that you're just it reminds you of just the the other things all the other weird and bizarre times you know like all the other weird adventures that I've been on and just kind of like you know just kind of clicks and it kind of makes you you forget how many things you've done until like that kind of like snowballs
1: yeah well listening to your story you sounded rather like the supporting actor on the first scene of a Star Trek
0: oh the one who like dies before the credits play yeah Yeah. no
1: you know how it is like at the very beginning where they have the landing party going down oh yeah and they're all like well there's captain kirk oh yeah there's uh, mr N- um there's spock yeah there's dr mccoy yeah Who's that that's ship you?
0: that's crew member number six yeah you're yeah. All
1: like oh you know what dude you're gonna you, you just yeah, aren't no, getting being, back on yeah the ship. being in the
0: cage of the eagle nobody seemed like they were super um like going out of their way to save the unknown dude with the camera <laughs> so i definitely <laughs> felt like that one guy in jurassic park that just i feel like the guy in jurassic park who dies in the beginning yeah. and they're just like well, we got the raptor.
1: Kind of like the cow. Yeah, I felt like
0: the cow. Yeah, I was just in the cage with all these predatory <laughs> yeah. birds.
1: The next time you go someplace on location mm. and Mike tries to, mm. like, hoist you into yeah. the, in, in yeah. the enclosure, don't do it. Hey,
0: bud, can you hold the snake real, or this the steak real quick and, <laughs> and walk over in this paddy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's a good time, man. It's weird, It's weird too, because, like, you know, when you tell people about your day, they're like, oh, dude, how was your day? You're like, great, man. You know, just fill up some eagles, you know, no big deal. And it, I don't know. It's just... Sometimes I forget how cool of a job it is. Oh, until, you
1: absolutely you yeah. do. Because I know a lot of times it's like um, when you're in Africa and yeah. stuff, I'll be like, hey, I don't know. You know, how cool is it to be like, hey, how was your day? Because I would message you. I'd be like, hey, how was your day? Yeah. And you would send back pictures of lions and, yeah. and like hippos. Yeah. And yeah, they're,
0: they're fun um i haven't seen a leopard yet which is kind of crazy but they're really hard to find yeah yeah leopards are the scary ones do you
1: remember i remember you telling me one time a story about where christian went outside and Mm -hmm. he was doing something and there was a leopard stalking him.
0: it was a a leopard cub he found leopard cubs which is very scary
1: oh because the mom's around
0: yeah well he got stalked by lions a couple of times and he got chased by cape buffalo the last time i was with um but yeah, it's just normal. You're just used to it, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I it's weird. It's different.
0: weird how it's like, oh man, what story is it? Like, cause it, hap- it It actually happens quite often, right? And it's weird too, because when you like, we were camping in the bush, right? You have to like really secure your campground because of like 90 different other animals that could potentially like cause you harm.
1: Now, do you put like a little barrier around your Yeah, your it's called
0: a boma. So what you do is you build this a, a giant barrier around you using like thorn bushes mm-hmm. and using other things to keep, you know, elephants and lions and what other... What about the snakes? They just crawl. Right through,
1: yeah. Were you able to sleep on the ground? Yeah, absolutely. I see, yeah, I would be like, yeah. I we, would
0: not only was not only did we sleep on the ground, but it was me, Chili, and Mike in one tent, and I was in the middle with most of my body exposed. <laughs> So like, it, like in Ghost in the Darkness, one yeah. of the guys gets killed, like the lion takes him from the tent yeah. and gets dragged through the boma he and into the woods. He the weeds. middle one. He took the middle one yeah. and I was in the middle one and Chili and Mike are both like four feet tall. Yeah. So my big old long ass <laughs> legs are sticking out. And I was like, like, I'm the, I'm the one that's going to get picked. And you know, they're kind of tucked away and like, I'm the only one you can really see in the yeah. tent and, and, um, yeah.
1: Okay. Now, similar to that experience mm-hmm. of sleeping out in, um, a tent in Africa, Yeah. our air conditioning, um, our air conditioner broke. Yeah. It broke. Well, it didn't, this,
0: well, it didn't break. I would say malfunction. It
1: malfunctioned. Yeah, it stopped it, Yeah, because
0: it, it works fine now. It just, there was a little bit of a well, that's oopsies. because we
1: had it fixed. Yeah. So it was, there was an issue with yeah. it. So I had to sleep with my, because um, I have a, a door to my bedroom and I slept with that open. Well, there was a giant Beast in one of the palm trees. Yeah, you
0: talked it up as if there was a small bear in the backyard.
1: Okay, I'm sitting there and I hear because <coughs> we have a palm tree and it's its branches reach to the um, to what would you call our fence our our stucco fence. Yeah. Right, so it's like you hear. Yeah, you, you definitely this, hear it rustling. Yeah. yeah. Then I heard a thump. And I'm like, okay, well, that was the size of a mountain lion. Yeah,
0: you were like, there's, yeah, you're like, it's the size of a cat. Yeah. And so I'm like, shit, okay, there's a, I mean, there's a big, there's a big animal in there. Yeah.
1: I'm like, it was either a possum or a raccoon. So, of course, I had to shut my door because I didn't want this, you know, this this monstrous thing mm. coming into my bedroom yeah so i slept with my door shut it was super hot so then the next night yeah i'm like robert we need to find this it's yeah huge. we need to hunt
0: down this gargoyle
1: yeah so um we did we found it yeah it was a rat
0: it was just a normal sized rat
1: it was a very large rat
0: it was a okay it was a it was a large rat but it wasn't like a small a large cat size because you, you had you had it talked a, up as if it was like a possum size. It was the
1: size of a um, fair. It was the size of a fairly large kitten. No,
0: <laughs> you can't <laughs> use that as an example. It was just a normal sized rat. It was large for its size, but that's what rats are. Rats, rats are large.
1: Okay. So now here's my my thinking, and I've been eyeballing our bird feeder. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to not put any more bird seed in the bird yeah. feeder because it's turning it's into a, a giant rat feeder. rat feeder. It's a rat
0: feeder. I, I haven't seen a single bird out there.
1: I saw a couple of birds, and then they're like, "Yeah." I, I think don't the rat
0: chased off all the birds.
1: The birds are like, this smells like rat. I don't yeah. want any of this.
0: It's possible. Yeah, it would make sense.
1: So I'm going to go, Um, I was gonna. I was looking at it this morning. I'm going to go rake up all the seeds okay. on the bottom. Yeah you know how
0: are you gonna do that Those well, the, that's too fine of seeds for
1: with a little rake
0: you don't have a rake fine enough to rake those though i don't think
1: i guess i'm going out there with a toothbrush what
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i don't know i mean but it's not like you sleep it's with your a
1: little baby rake that little smaller one i does. don't think
0: it, yeah but i mean it's not fine enough for it to collect bird seed
1: i'll vacuum it okay <laughs> I'm just saying mm-hmm. that I had a very, I had a very similar yeah. wildlife experience.
0: Yeah, it's like same, same. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't sleep with the actual, I mean, you have a screen door. That I have a screen door, yeah. but
1: still it was like the size of it. I thought that it would just bust right through my screen door. Mm, makes know? sense. Yeah. Yeah. And then my watchdog was like, she heard it. Yeah. Indy heard it. So her thought was, okay, well, I'm going to go sleep with Robert and you can fight whatever is out yeah. there all on your <laughs> She's
0: own. She's I want to go to my vacation and i will see you later. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She's like, I wish you luck. Bye bye.
0: Yeah. She's like, good luck. Let me know when you're done.
1: Yeah. And then the other night, um, I got up with her about one o'clock mm. and it was at that time that she decides to go investigate. So I had to chase her underneath yeah. the palm tree, knowing that there was a ginormous rat above me and um try to coax her out of there because she's she's too big for me to pick up so i'm like trying to drag her by her hind legs at one o'clock in the morning without my contacts in Gotta
0: love it i do (laughs) i do the same thing with her though because she sleeps under my bed yeah and when i wake up to go to the gym i have to make you know obviously she's going to sleep with you i want her to go to the bathroom before she does that but she's too lazy. Yeah. So she just kind of like rolls on her back. So I have to grab her by her feet and just drag <laughs> her out. And she's like the whole time she's like, <laughs> but she's totally cool with it. She's yeah. like, yeah, whatever. You yeah. Know, drag me. Yeah. Then I Pick her up and she grunts a little bit and then she just goes to pee and then she walks in your room and goes to bed.
1: Yeah. So the update on India is, cause I know that we've spoken about this in the past, um, with her skin condition mm-hmm. is we are actually giving her Dog food that is by prescription, so mm-hmm. it's prescription hyperallergenic dog food does not
0: contain any meat source protein it's it's like no synthetic dyes. Protein. yeah yeah no You're, dyes it's like super omega health not I don't I guess it's healthy but it's very uh expensive. specific yeah yeah it's it i mean every pack every bag of dog food is like half of what we paid for indie.
1: Yeah, just about, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, but she's 100% worth it. So yeah. we're transitioning her over, and truthfully, the results are pretty um, impressive. I
0: mean, I'm happy with it. Yeah. You know, she's not super manic itchy. It's, it's nice. It's nice to see, and she, and she gets to be like a, a nice, normal puppy. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, her skin isn't hot anymore. Yeah. And yeah, it's been really nice. It's been really good. Yeah. Yeah. So I have an exciting news. Yeah? Yes, I am back. Back in the Amazon influencer program, yeah.
0: Because <laughs> you took, because you you hadn't done it for like six months or something.
1: Mm, yeah, probably six months. Mm. Yeah, I think I started doing it before I quit. Yeah. So back in February. Now, how
0: did you hear about the Amazon influencer? Because up until now, I haven't. Before you, I haven't never even heard of it.
1: I was on um, YouTube, yeah. and um, I clicked on this one video, and it said because um, when I saw it. Um, I wasn't getting monetized on YouTube, yeah. so it was like how to make money off of YouTube before you get monetized. And yeah. I'm like, ooh, there's an interesting thought, and that's how I found out about oh, okay. it. Okay, so um, it's affiliate marketing through Insta or through Amazon, yeah. and I got into the program. and Unfortunately, I I'm kind of if I'm going to be completely honest, I let my ego get to me. Yeah. You know, I'm like, Oh, you know what? With well, all my followers they are going to come stampeding to yeah. Amazon. And you know, it is not necessarily the case. I mean, uh, just because I'm, you know, just because I'm like, Hey shop here. They're not going to sure. automatically yeah. do yeah. it. So, um, I'm like, Oh, this is going to be tougher than it thought. And mm. then I got a little overwhelmed because I had so many things going on yeah. that, um, I, I, broke one of the rules and they talked about fight club. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, they gave me an email. They're like, Hey, fix this or before you can continue. And I just let my ego, like I said, I let my ego get in the way and I'm like, Oh, I don't need you. Blah, 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 blah. And I just let it go. And then, you know, fast forward to me now, I'm like, Hey, yeah, no, you guys, can I go back in. Yeah, I checked my ego at the door. Can yeah, you come back in, please.
0: Well, it's good. Good. For, I mean, it's cool that you know not only can you kind of like, oh, hey, I was wrong in this situation, and, and but also join back up with something. You didn't burn enough bridges oh, yeah. for it to be like gone, gone. Because yeah. it seems like a great opportunity for you, and, and it seems like a great service you're providing to you know the people who are following you.
1: Yeah, I have to say, in my new mindset and the way that I'm looking at it, it's mm-hmm. been really interesting. I mean, it's extremely overwhelming.
0: Sure, it's a lot of work. It's a lot and of you're, work. You're like relearning. Or not even relearn, but you're learning a whole different sense of a social media platform.
1: Yeah, and every time I think it's like do this, I'll be like, oh, cool, I, I figure out how to do it. They'll be like, oh, and by the way, you can do this, 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 and this. And yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know. But I'm just trying to go into it with more of a business sense, and and I'm really very um, conscientious about anything that I put, you know, that I share. Yeah. Because I wanted to be, I wanted to be and authentically like something that either I do use or I would use or Mm. just something along those lines. Okay.
0: So, so then you review the product and then you post it and then is there like a certain niche or a certain like genre that you only exclusively review or?
1: You can actually, I could go through there and I could pick anything, Okay. you know, but it, it all comes down to the point where it's like, I mean, I really I mean, I could sit there and be like, hey, here's a very well-rated lawnmower. I think you should buy it, but yeah. I would have absolutely zero experience yeah. in lawnmowers. You're like, this looks like it
0: cuts good. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. this is kind of cute. I like the color. Yeah. Um,
0: now, can you like review things that I've bought? Like Yes. So I could be like, hey, because I, I mean, I really like their shirts. Amazon yes. has their own like line of clothing and I'm wearing their shorts actually right now and I really like their shirts and their shorts.
1: Yeah. You know what? And we could... Um, You can, anybody can do an Amazon review, Mm -hmm. but I can do an Amazon review because it does add up basically. Mm. Um, it kind of keeps in my storefront. I have kind of a little tally about like the impact and, um, what I've done. Yeah. So the more I review the better. Okay. Yeah. But, um, not only can you review, but I found out that you can do like little video shorts Mm. And with my first review, I'm like, oh, they're gonna at least want like a minute, a minute and a half. They're like, no, just give us a real quick, like 15, six seconds. 15, you know, one they set up to twelve seconds. Oh, okay, yeah. But um, I've been doing like a little fifteen second just um, video with yeah. some captions and some music. Yeah, and just telling about the product. Cool.
0: That sounds fun. Yeah. It's like a whole, it's like TikTok 2.0 kind of thing.
1: Amazon, which I didn't realize, but Amazon is almost like its own social media platform. I mean, they're huge.
0: They have everything.
1: Yeah. And you know what? Unfortunately, every time I share the fact that I'm an Amazon affiliate, Mm -hmm. I do get a lot of backlash.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of people that don't particularly (laughs) care for Amazon. They
1: do not care for Amazon. But that's fine. I
0: mean, to each their own, you know, live your dream. There's a lot of people that have a lot of opinions about a lot of things, you know? Well, yeah.
1: I mean, the whole thing is it's like you buy something new and you're, I mean, I bought, I think I bought some... Uggs. no yeah. no i bought a new pair of crocs mm. and i got put down for that yeah. you know and i'm all like yeah, please just take a moment look at my platform yeah 90 percent of what i wear is um thrifted, thrifted you know and then mm. it just truthfully it gets to the point where no matter what you do somebody's going to say something yeah so you might as well just do what you what you deem right in your heart and just go for it that yeah. way
0: can we go thrifting again
1: Oh, absolutely. Because I'm
0: really bummed I didn't get to find, like, enough cool shirts.
1: Now, which thrift short store would you like to go? Because you've been to...
0: I've been to all of them. That, all the ones around here are kind of busted. So maybe, like, down to Oceanside something, yeah. you know, or, or Encinitas or stuff. That'd be kind of cool. Maybe when Indy gets a little bit more, when she has her shots, we can even take her.
1: You know, the really, really cool one, which mm-hmm. I would love to go back to, is there's a great Goodwill in um, Fullerton.
0: Really? Yeah. And then they
1: have also, too, a really super cool vintage store. In Fullerton? In Fullerton. In DTF? It's right up the street from um, your... Because I went to the one vintage... Or I went to one Goodwill. Yeah. And then I drove past Cal State Fullerton. And then I went to the thrift store.
0: Really? Because I know there's a couple of good ones in downtown Fullerton. Yeah. But, yeah, it'd be kind of cool. Oh,
1: and the thrift store, the vintage store was like... Walking back into time. Really? I felt like I walked back into the 80s. Whoa. Yeah, because we were talking. I'd, I would love to
0: take you a, a tour through Fullerton. Mm-hmm. I'll show you where me and James and Janae hang out. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of cool. It's yeah. really, it's crazy because it's a beautiful campus, but literally three of those three of the years I was there was in the basement because this is where the communication majors were. Yeah. You know, because we had to do newsrooms and, you know, a lot of computer editing. I was in the basement. I never got, I think the highest I got in that building was the second floor. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, it just, it's just the way of the world.
1: Yeah, we. I mean, once Indy has her shots and it cools yeah. down, we could definitely yeah, go. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I,
0: I do I do always have like a little bit of like, man, maybe I should have walked because I didn't walk my graduation ceremony because I was backpacking in Yosemite. But, you know, I, I'm really glad that, I mean, I still have my cap and gown. Maybe what we'll do is when we we'll go back there, I'll bring my cap and gown and we can just like walk yeah. around Fullerton.
1: You know, the, here's the thing, though. The way to look at it, Robert, is, me. I mean, <laughs> things like that are so it's so easy to fall into a regret sure. but yeah. for who you were at mm-hmm. that time where you were at that time, if you had have walked, mm-hmm. you would have felt like a sellout.
0: Yeah. I would have been super bummed because I, I had a great time in Yosemite. Yes. I met a lot of really good people. Yeah.
1: So instead of being like, this is just my suggestion. Sure. Instead of being like, hmm, you know what? I kind of regret not walking. Yeah. I think you should look at it and be like, I'm really proud of myself for following my heart at yeah. that time. Yeah. And just know you made the right decision. Totally. You know, today's Robert might absolutely walk, mm-hmm. but that Robert then yeah. there was just something about it that you didn't. Oh, want Oh yeah. Do. No,
0: no. Given the option between walking down in like a ceremony for graduating college and going to Yosemite, I'd pick Yosemite. See, I think time. it
1: was bigger than that. I think you didn't want, there was just something about you. I don't know if you didn't want the attention, if yeah. you didn't want this or you didn't want that. Well, that was back.
0: Like when I was really kind of falling into the person who I am now. Right. In terms of like, mm-hmm. you, you were know, finding yourself. Yeah. I was very like into nature. I was very like into exploring, exploring you know the unknown kind of thing i liked going on adventures and it was just a really cool time to to be alive and go on some crazy trips
1: yeah and you know when barbu had just passed away maybe yeah, and maybe it was just the simple fact that she wasn't there to watch you walk yeah, that yeah yeah cuz that was
0: always the dream right it's having barbu you know barbu mm-hmm. and papa be there for when i graduated college yeah. but un- they were unable to make it so maybe it was kind of like cuz i know if i had to ask barbu like barbu should i go to graduate or should i go on a trip she would have told me to go on the trip
1: oh she would have told you to follow your heart Yeah. And papa and barbu both would have mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah, so I'm you happy know. with it I'd, I'd love to go back to Yosemite so yeah
1: so uh, but the the moral the big morals of that story mm-hmm. is is don't ever beat yourself up now or yeah. you know just be like hey you know what it mm-hmm. I might have done it today mm-hmm. but back then it was the right choice for no, me no
0: totally I, I have been because especially just touching back on Barbu passing away you know the day after she passed away we went surfing and i had a great surfing day and i had always associated surfing yeah. with freedom you know in terms of like you know when i got sober i started surfing mm-hmm. and so i always found this to be a great um release in terms of like you know exploring and kind of pushing myself and trying something new and scary and it's always been a really it's, it's been a great experience. And I had surfed the day after Barbu passed away. And so I had all, and I remember when she was in the hospital, I would go surfing. I'd come back and I would yeah. tell her about my surfing trips and you know, how it was and how many waves I caught and who did what and when I had to eat. Cause she, she loved, she loved yeah, she loved the beach, you know, cause you know, she lived she in Encinitas. There, yeah. yeah. She grew up there. So, so for me being able to give her, you know, more experiences mm-hmm. and more visions and, you know, more takes on the beach. And it was a really big connecting thing for us. Yeah. And, um, you know, recently I haven't been surfing as much, just whether I'd be too busy or whether it be the gas is just insane. And I don't have anybody to surf with, but I was talking to Arian, and I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to pick up surfing again and Good. just, you know, whether it be go by myself or maybe find some people down there.
1: See, because here's the thing. It's, it's like I 100% can just go and you know, sit on the beach and write my, yeah. b- my blog, yeah. you know, it, um,
0: I think it's more than that. I think it's more, I think it's more of trying to do something by yourself. I think it's a little scary, you know, cause there's always like that. I don't know. I don't know if it's that fear of like looking weird or, or not weird, but maybe looking like, I guess it's easier to do it with somebody else. Um, well, I
1: think it's safer too. Yeah, well, yeah. Cause you're out there with a buddy.
0: Yeah. It's more than that. It's more, I think it's more than that. I think it's more of, um, it's more of a companion thing.
1: See, the thing is I didn't realize is that surfing is very niche-y.
0: It's oh, it's incredibly. Oh, it's incredibly. It's absolutely 100. Yeah, it's very, very. um
1: Like territorial.
0: Oh yeah, no. There's people who was, there's oh, dude. Especially the old heads at Swamis. If yeah. there's a if dude, there's some people who there surf there, and if they don't do things right, you get you get chased out by some old heads. Well, I'll go with yeah. you. I'm, I, I don't surf Swamis. Swamis. I was gonna say, swamies you know sucks. what? I
1: can, yeah, I got roots there. That it's, are.
0: it's too busy. And the people there are too weird. I'd much rather just go to turnarounds. Okay, turnarounds isn't isn't super um, clicky. Ponto's (laughs) isn't clicky. Because
1: every surfer needs their mom. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Some guys like, hey, Hallie, get out of here. I'm like, oh yeah, you just wait until my mom to you. You guys better be careful. My mom here. Once my mom hears you guys, you're all going to be in trouble.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You see that girl over there on the beach? Yeah, that's my mom. You better watch yourself, buddy.
1: I'll come up and I'll kick sand on. No, it's
0: uh, it's weird because for as much as like, it's weird because there's two different. I don't know. There's more than just two kinds, but there's usually like the people who are like, like stranger. Yeah. You know, he's he surfs every day, all day, and he's just more like, hey, dude, like you know, peace, love, and flowers. And there's other guys who are like, if I don't catch this wave, I will murder you. And it's yeah, really but weird.
1: Yeah, but that's how they just live their life. I mean, yeah. how they live their life on land is no different than how yeah. they live their life yeah. out in the water. I don't
0: know. It's a, yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird subculture kind of thing. Most of the time, I mean, I've only had maybe two bad experiences and I've been surfing for years, but generally it's a lot. You just a lot of times I don't like surfing with other like near other surfers so yeah. if I even if the even if the the brakes are a little shittier a little bad I'll um I'll just paddle someplace else and just yeah. surf the re or surf something else
1: yeah cause I, I mean to me I, I mean I would look at it as more the experience of just being out there and yeah. being closer yeah. to nature
0: I'd rather just sit yeah, there's times I've surfed with Mike maybe I'll start hitting up Mike maybe you he'd should. Like but there's times I'll, I'll we'll paddle out and I'll maybe catch like two waves just because the yeah. the the, the you know, the swell is just really bad, but have a great time doing Maybe
1: it. Maybe you hit up Johnny.
0: Maybe I would hit up Johnny. I don't know. he's just got a new kid. He he got like nine kids now.
1: Yeah, you know what? I guarantee he's just aching to get out of the house and go searching. I don't know,
0: man. He's kind of he he loves that dad role. Yeah. He is he is head over heels in the dad thing.
1: I think you should hit up Mike. I I'll think hit up Mike. Be.
0: I think it would be really good for us in terms of like, you know, bonding. <laughs>
1: Well, and, you know, and truthfully, and I know that you don't want to ever take your mom surfing, but if yeah. you ever just wanted just to go, I mean, uh, yeah. I think it would be really cool just to sit there on yeah, the beach. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean,
0: really don't mind. I mean, the more the marry. I mean, I have surfed alone and I have I have surfed with other people and I've surfed with people who just watch me surf. Like, I really don't mind either which way. And it, it was a fun experience, you know? Yeah. And, and Who am I to like, be like, oh, no, you can't come because I don't want you watching me. That's not fair. I'd, I, you know, I'd be totally okay with you coming. Yeah. You know, and we, I know we're camping in Carlsbad and I'm going to bring my surfboards so I'll be I'll be surfing the whole time. Yeah. So, and that be that I'm that I'm really looking forward to. I'm looking I'm forward to like, that too. I think I'm gonna I don't know which boards I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring like three.
1: Well, I was gonna say, well, um, the Forerunner's huge. You yeah. can just tie them on. You know. Yeah,
0: we can. I'll, I'll I'll for sure. I'll probably bring. I'll bring a couple. For sure, the foamy because the foamy is hilarious.
1: Yeah, because I was gonna say we could just um, tie them or put them up on the top. Yeah. And yeah. 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 No, I'm
0: excited. It's just you know like I'm. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm kind of like now that like you know I'm older and I haven't surfed a little bit. I I, I had forgotten how much surfing meant to me, mm-hmm. you know, way back when.
1: Well, you have a couple. Of, don't you have one of your boards named after Barbu?
0: I have two of them named after her. Yeah. 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 Two out of my four are named after my grandma. Yeah. yeah. Because that's how much you know. That's how much she meant to me, and that's how much you know the ocean meant to her. Mm-hmm. And it was like I said. It was just I had forgotten how how interconnected the two are. So it's really cool. I forgot it. I completely. forgot about that.
1: Yeah, and I really hope that you don't look back at anything with regret. No, no,
0: I don't think. I, you know, I was thinking about it. I don't think I would, if I had given the option to redo any part of my life, I don't think I'd take it. Yeah, you know, because I'm really happy with where I'm at right now.
1: Because I remember you when you were thinking about um, walking, and mm-hmm. there was just something. There was just something that you just, you felt like you should, but mm-hmm. you just didn't. Yeah, want like to. I owed
0: it to somebody else, but but my, but I really wanted to go to Yosemite. Yeah,
1: and I think by following your heart, that mm. was probably like. Um, you starting your path of mm-hmm. like, hey, it's okay to listen yeah. to yourself.
0: Yeah, what you want versus what people expect you to do, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, it would make sense. Yeah, because that was such a fun trip. I froze my butt off.
1: Is that the one where you were like, it was snowing in June or something?
0: Yeah, so we went in June, and it was we went June seventeenth, and it was it was seventeen degrees there, and it was snowing the day before, mm-hmm. and I brought a this is the huge no no, but I brought a summer bag, yeah. and I brought thankfully I brought two different pads, but my bag was not, it was so cold that it, I felt very similar to like alone, right? Where you just like, it was so cold. You can't do anything. And you, it was so cold. I would put socks in my hands. I put my beanie on and you just, you just couldn't. You was could, stranger as cold? Oh yeah. Everybody was freezing. Yeah. yeah. You just could not move. Um, so you would just kind of sit there and if you moved, you would like touch another part of the sleeping bag that was cold. Mm-hmm. And so you just like did this and just kind of stayed still until you passed out.
1: You know, I was thinking, and um, maybe once Indy gets her last shot yeah. and she's cleared to travel, why yeah. don't we um, go up to Ventura and you can maybe surf with stranger. That'd be
0: cool. I keep, t- I, I, it's so funny. Whenever I call stranger, it takes like a week for us to call again. Yeah. So he'll call me. I'll miss it. I'll call him. He'll miss it. And so right now it's his turn to call me, but he hasn't. So I'll probably call him again, Yeah. but maybe I'll get something going. Maybe, yeah, I'll maybe get a there's a
1: campsite up there or something. Oh, there is.
0: There's oh, there's so many good campsites yeah. up there. There's a lot um
1: i like how i keep inviting myself but i'm sorry you're just stuck with it. you can
0: come absolutely when's the last time you've been to ventura
1: isn't that where magic mountain
0: is i mean it's like an hour away hour and a half away oh you really okay Mm ventura is really cool this one time i was with rachel up there and we listened to ventura highway on the ventura highway during sunset oh, that's it was cool. the coolest experience and i remember geeking out super 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 bad with rachel and she was like great i was like we're listening <laughs> to ventura
1: highway on ventura, ventura highway, highway. Was, look at the sunset
0: and i was it was such a cool time
1: see and i'm not really inviting myself i'm only just trying to add motivation it's fine.
0: i mean yeah i don't i don't know how motivating it is to go but yeah no I, yeah, I'd but i'm
1: just saying if we went up there and camp yeah i could just do my camping thing and you could go surfing with stranger
0: yeah i mean yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. I mean, not to say. I mean, not to say that you couldn't come. You can totally <laughs> I go. I mean,
1: is, I am. I am. I am cast member number six on the. Yeah. Star no. Track. No. I, I
0: mean, like, I, I would. Everybody should experience what Ventura is like. It's the coolest place. It's like going back in time.
1: I'm just trying to encourage you to get out and do stuff. <laughs> That's all. It's my motherly. Oh. Uh, okay.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, it's weird, huh? How like, you know, for some, because uh, I feel like I try, I do travel a lot and I do do a lot of things, and you're like, you should just go out and experience the world.
1: Yeah, I know. Like, okay. When are we going back to San Francisco? Because um, we went in August. We went in
0: August, probably early October. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So, which I'm really excited for because it'll be cold, and I really like San Francisco in the in the cold. Oh,
1: it was cold last time. But you know what's really weird? I was reading mm-hmm. something. It's like in San Francisco, if you're in one part, you'll be freezing, and another. That's part. how it was. And that's right? exactly so how it was. Yeah,
0: we were with Ken, and. Freezing um, in the park. In Glen Park, right? We were freezing, and then we were in North Park or North Beach, and, and it um, was hot. It was was it North Beach or North Park? It's North Park.
1: We were in North Beach. North Beach. North Beach is in San, San Francisco. Francisco. North, North Park, park is, is in San Diego. Diego. So we
0: we're in North Beach, and it was it was super hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it was really weird. I
1: don't know. I I like San
0: Francisco. I would. I think that's sounds that like an appropriate time.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like that. And then maybe we could go back either at the end of the year or like right around Christmas or something.
0: I'd say maybe the beginning of the year. Okay. Yeah. Cause if we're going to, Oh no, that'd be early October. maybe like
1: October, November, December. Maybe so like
0: beginning, maybe like December 9th,
1: October. So that would be all of October, all of November. So yeah, yeah that'd be another yeah. two months. Yeah, yeah. And
0: then that'll get us away from the holiday crowd.
1: Yeah. 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 That works for me. Well, cool with it. Yeah. So I've been noticing lately, Robert, mm-hmm. and I wanted to get your opinion on this, okay. but, um, on especially on TikTok, yeah. i haven't really noticed this at on instagram and it, you know now that i'm thinking about it i've really only noticed it like i said on TikTok. but there's been a lot of creators who mm-hmm. are really super struggling with um just super struggling
0: In like in what way
1: like um like they're having to take breaks like it's it's almost like mental for like mental yeah. fatigue or yeah like a know. mental break like a they need a mental break from creating interesting and um You know, I know that you're you're producing content that's not on TikTok. Yeah. But I mean, do you? How do you? I mean, what are your? How do you not fall into that? It seems like because what it seems like, it seems like they're just. It becomes really hard. TikTok is just a hard. It's a weird algorithm. It's a
0: weird platform because, like on TikTok, you had mentioned this too, but it feels like you're chasing trends. So you're, you're not only doing trends that are, that are there, but you're also trying to, you know, come up with the new up and coming trend. You kind of want to be in front of the bus, so to speak. And I think, I don't know, I, I would, I would associate TikTok a lot like gambling, right? So it's like every single yeah. time you do a TikTok, you're like, oh, this will be, hit. this will be hit, you know, this will be the big one. And if it's not, you kind of get those extreme lows and you start, you start chasing, it almost feels like that you chase that high, Yeah. you know? And so I can, I can see the mental fatigue kind of being a lot for a lot of people.
1: And it just, to me, and this is just... I I mean, I'll scroll through TikTok, and it's just just negativity, 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 negativity. Mm -hmm. It's like, Karen did this, you know, look at this. Well, it's unfortunate,
0: but that's what people find Ravitate, entertaining totally yeah. yeah i mean i mean everybody likes a little bit of drama everybody likes a little bit of conflict you know intention and, and tiktok is really good at keeping people on that app to yeah. you know whether it be more for to sell more ad time or to you know keep people on the algorithm and just things like that so yeah, yeah i mean drama drama is a great you know entertainment
1: see and the thing is is i love i love my platform i love everybody on tiktok mm-hmm. but again i just struggle with the simple fact of like I'll put out a TikTok. The other day, I put out a TikTok mm-hmm. and it was just a clip of one of my YouTubes yeah. and I just did hashtag YouTube. Mm-hmm. The following day, I put out another TikTok and it was a really cute one and I got 11 views. Yeah, you know TikTok is just so. It's like it. You almost have to sell your soul. Yeah, it does. You seem either like that. either yeah. have to drink the the Kool Aid yeah. or you just are going to get punished left and right. The
0: drama Kool Aid.
1: Yeah, you know. man. I don't well, know. It well, makes me sad. Yeah,
0: and you had mentioned too, I mean, when you first joined TikTok, it was it was a lot more positivity. There was a lot more dancing. There was yeah. a lot more comedy, like comedy things. Um, now it definitely does seem like, oh, this person did this, like negative, negative, negative. But again, I mean, that's what people are, uh, are obviously must be entertained with.
1: Yeah, it's like, there's a couple of big creators on there and I will mm. not mention their names, but it's like, the more shit, excuse my language, you can write yeah. that down, but the more, Controversy that they stir—that's all you see, you yeah. know. Yeah, you know. There's a, a content creator on there right now who's very questionable on um, her actions, and that's all you see. And mm. there's a real backlash on TikTok because they're like, "You're you're promoting this." Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, the way I look at it is, it's like I try to i I view myself more as a <sighs> more as an influence and a creator. Mm. Yeah.
0: Okay. I I, I I could be on that. Also too. I mean, your, your channel kind of opposes TikTok's point of view, right? So your channel is mm-hmm. all about positivity. Your channel is all about, you know, loving yourself, expressing yourself through positivity, through fashion. And it seems like TikTok is kind of, you know, doing the opposite. They're like, Hey, listen, you know, we're going, we're going to be here for the train wreck. Yeah, you know. and it's
1: really kind of interesting because I've always been very fortunate about my comments yeah. and, and not having trolls on my channel. Yeah, and um, because I mean, it's like, what are you going to do? You're going to be like, you're going to troll me for mm-hmm. being positive. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. know, but here lately, I've noticed that th- it's like they, I'm I'm getting a lot of mm-hmm. negative comments, and to me, it's like neither here nor there. Yeah, but um, I just think that. You know, and, and if you're out there and you're watching social mm. media, it's really hard because, and my heart goes out to people because it's like you watch the news and there's yeah. negativity on the news and you're like, well, I'm just going to jump over here and see what... Yeah, you can't you know, get away from it. Yeah, I'm going to see what Betty Lou's doing here. Mm. And all of a sudden, Betty Lou's like negative too And you're yeah. like, oh my gosh, I have nowhere to go for any sort of positive content. sure And it would, to me, it, it would be very... Um, Overwhelming. Yeah, I can
0: absolutely see that. Now, in terms of like social media, because you're you're obviously on a lot more than I am, is there one where you're like, oh, like like when you open a social media, do you generally have uh, the, the same experience no matter what app or like what's your Instagram look like?
1: Instagram, I I hands down will um, I like Instagram better. Okay. Now, Instagram isn't perfect. I have mm-hmm. people on there saying me, you know, something. Yeah, also, but those, yeah, But as far as the content that mm-hmm. people are creating. Mm-hmm. It is a different um, feel.
0: Do you think it's just because Instagram is more catered to the people you specifically follow and you only follow people who are like in that same kind of category of positivity or expression versus like TikTok is a lot more of just like a free-for-all you know so they they base the algorithm based off what you watch and what you like so they give you videos and Mm -hmm. they give you things that they think you would enjoy versus more than what you actually enjoy
1: see I think it's because I follow people who have like interests yeah yeah. me.
0: See, my what's your Instagram look like okay pull up your Instagram you show me the first thing that that's on your Instagram I'll show you mine
1: okay pulling up my Instagram now um. Doo, doo, doo. Oh, it's the GCF. Oh, yeah. Because Oh, that's a Carriega. Yeah. It's World Rhino Day. Mhm. What about you?
0: Uh, it's Outside Magazine. It says Seven Pearls of Wisdom from a 103-year-old world record runner. There you go. You know. You know. It's interesting. Yeah, mostly mine's just memes. I love Instagram so much. And it's weird, too, cuz I really don't find myself on it as much. I really don't see myself on any yeah, and then anymore. here's
1: this. Um, this is that really cool lady. She's a year older than I am. Yeah. She's the one that did the first interview for me. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. 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 And she's really about age positivity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I follow um, people who have beards. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So if you had to sum up your Instagram in three words, like your Instagram feed, what would it be?
1: Um, age positivity, animals, mm. and beards.
0: Okay. Mine would be tattoos, surfing, and. I guess memes.
1: There you go. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's uh, that's just the whole thing. It's it's like um, you know, a lot of times I see people on TikTok they'll be like, "Help, I'm on the wrong side of TikTok. You know, yeah. this is all I see." Mm-hmm. And I've gotten on the wrong side maybe once or twice. Yeah. So what I'll do is I will purposely start um searching for more positive um content. Yeah. In yeah. hopes to to do that. Yeah, it's
0: a crazy time. I mean, I mean, does it ever affect you, like in terms of like creating things, like creating TikToks? And you stuff? know,
1: I have a really. Hard, I mean, and this I might be shooting myself in the foot, but I have a really hard time finding the motivation to search trends on TikTok. Yeah. So what I do is I I look at each day when I wake up and I'm deciding to create my content. Mm-hmm. I try. I basically figure out what I want to say for that day, yeah, and before then before
0: you even like open the app or be, yeah, and then okay. I say
1: the same thing on every single. You yeah. Know, I get the same message across mm. on every single app and I 100% no longer follow trends on TikTok. Yeah.
0: Okay, so then what app do you find that you have the most fun making for? Like or, or what social media do you find yourself like really excited to make for?
1: Yeah, I'm having a, so much fun I, I mean I love my YouTube's, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. YouTube is um I've been having a lot of fun making that. Cool. Um, I really enjoy, um, I I would have to say probably YouTube and Instagram at this point.
0: Okay. It's weird too, especially considering that how long Instagram has been around, you know, and and how relevant it has still stayed normally. Like, you know, like MySpace was a flash in the pan, Mm -hmm. you know, TikTok, what, you know, was here and there vine was here and there. Um, you know, Facebook seems to have fizzled out. It's, it's really interesting to see how Instagram in itself is, is kind of tested and, and stay true through its... Yeah. It's... its see, uh, I don't creation. think Facebook's
1: going to go anywhere because... And here's where the, the interesting science comes in. Mm-hmm. It's because TikTok is not in all countries. Mm-hmm. So, in the countries that TikTok isn't, Facebook's popular. Yeah. So... Oh, okay. You see yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. Facebook isn't going to go away because Facebook is... Yeah, the, but Facebook, do you think
0: Facebook's as popular as it was, though?
1: Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. But it's popular in different ways. Yeah, and in it's different for countries. different reasons, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I read an article that was really very interesting, and no matter how popular TikTok is, mm-hmm. YouTube is still more popular with teens.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, YouTube I mean, YouTube is the most popular search engine I would argue in the world, yeah. you know? And it's crazy. But for but for a good reason, right? You know, they they because what people want to look for, they can find on YouTube. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a great platform.
1: Yeah. And I've been seeing a lot of creators coming on YouTube mm-hmm. or on TikTok mm-hmm. and basically stating like I have to, I'm leaving TikTok yeah. or cutting back on TikTok mm-hmm. and I'm going to Instagram and YouTube for for multiple different yeah. reasons.
0: Yeah. YouTube's where it's at. I mean, it's just, it's a lot harder because there's so many yeah. other videos that you, I mean, you're ba- it's basically the big leagues in terms of social media and content creation.
1: I, it's taken me a couple of years to mm-hmm. to find my footing and to reevaluate and get out of that mindset of um, social media, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, it really is the case. It's a it's a animal in itself.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty cool animal. I really am very pleased with my um with my platform. Yeah, I like my followers. Yeah, for the most part.
0: I mean, I mean, I think the the you know the algorithm and the people behind the screens, you know, are really cool. Like I was telling them the other day, like really honestly, there hasn't been any person who ever leaves a negative comment on any of my videos. You know, sometimes people will say stuff about the, the video I'm making, but it's not about me in general.
1: Yeah. I get some, um, I, I do a lot of shorts, yeah. so I do get a lot of rude comments on my shorts, yeah. but you know what? I've just come up with my standard. Be sure to like, and subscribe yeah. for more, you know, for more great content that you can't stand. Yeah.
0: I feel, you know, I feel bad though. Cause I know, I know One person in particular, and this has happened to a couple of people I know, but they, they get harassed a lot on social, not on social media, but streaming services Mm -hmm. just for no particular other reason than people just trying to be mean and trying to knock them down. Yeah. And it's really, it really hurts my soul to see that, you know you know, as for as much, as much positivity as there is with the, the internet and social media, there's just as much negative, if not more. And it's
1: See, And here's the thing. It's, it's like, and I say this all the time and I will continue to say it, but anytime that you stir up a troll, mm-hmm. it means you're making waves, Yeah. you know, and you have to look at it as like, you know what, this person's being mean because I'm making that person uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm making that person uncomfortable with my individuality. Yeah. and, At the end of the day, you need to figure out what your, what you what's your end goal. I mean, what's your game? If your goal is to blend in, Mm -hmm. then be the be the best blender ender you can. But if you're going to be out there and if you're going to be any sort of different, Mm -hmm. you have to know that these people that you are making uncomfortable Mm -hmm. are going to lash out to you and they're not going to be nice about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You know, have you ever seen, you've, uh, you had to have, cause we watched it a thousand times when we were younger, but it's called Jane Silent Bob straight back. Yeah. D- have you seen it?
1: Jane? Yeah. I'm pretty sure.
0: Okay. Well at the very end of the movie, um, the premise of the movie is that these two main characters yeah. find out that a movie's being made about them, or yeah. about, or about oh, wait, the idea it Damon of them. And yeah, Mount Damon and Ben Affleck yeah, play yeah, yeah. Jay and mm-hmm. Silent Bob. So, yeah, I've seen it. So yeah, so they find out that these two characters are or this movie being made about the them themselves, mm-hmm. and so they want to try to go to Hollywood to stop it because right. they don't want, you know, for whatever I can't remember why they they just don't want their video to be made, and so the video ends up being made, and they end up coming into a, like a lot of money. And what they did is they had found out that there was an a, a, a internet chat board that was talking trash on them, but it was them as characters, not them as people. But they couldn't, deci- they couldn't decipher the, the difference. Mm-hmm. So what they did is they took the world. He's from the movies, bought a bajillion plane tickets, and they would go to people's houses, read the comments they were saying about them, and then beat them up. <laughs> and it was the, it, 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 I've never found a scene more gratifying yeah. than any cinematic masterpiece I've seen since that day. And it is so true. And I think I wish there was a government service that like monitored um who said what, like on the internet. Yeah. And then report it. Not report it, but like let that person know where they are and who they are and then give them a plane ticket. Be like, yo, dude, you don't like what they said, you know, go square up. Yeah. And then just beat a whole bunch of ass.
1: Yeah, you know what I have to tell you, I mean, sometimes it does get overwhelming. And I mean, and even though I delete a lot of the comments, yeah. I still have to read them first. Yeah, you
0: still yeah, it's still you mm-hmm. still have to see them. Yeah. But every
1: once in a while, you know what, I just have to shake it I, I, every once in a while i just have to lash back a little, yeah. little bit and mm-hmm. and for some reason and i don't know why i'm thinking about this robert but yeah. i want to mention this but you know how um kobe bryant's um widow yeah she won that lawsuit against the, la the for them taking the pictures of the plane crash Ooh, okay I didn't so know that. yeah so what happened is the deputies and the fire um people mm-hmm. took pictures really graphic pictures oh did they
0: and then they sold it
1: and then um, they didn't sell them, but they had them. Yeah. And so they're out there cause you know, once they're out, once there, they're out, they're there, out there. there, you can't, yeah, you can't get it. And she won $16 million. Good. good for her. And do you know that she donated it all to, it's going to make me cry to the Kobe Bryant um, foundation. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. She took it and she put it right back into the program that yeah. he started. And yeah. I think, you know what? We hear so much negativity and you know, my heart goes out to her, but what a really cool thing to do. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it's rough, man. I couldn't imagine. I remember when you told me when Kobe Bryant got in the car in the helicopter accident, and it, it really, I mean, and I and I love Kobe Bryant, and I love the Lakers, and mm-hmm. I love I love what he stands behind. But man, there was there. I, I remember the first person I I think I picked up the phone and I called Mike mm-hmm. uh, Mike Stevenson, and I was like, bro, did you hear about this? And like, it, 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 Kobe Bryant's death really really hit hard to a lot of people. Yeah. And you um, good for her, you know? Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah.
1: It really made me, um, because you know, you, you see all these, these Mm -hmm. famous people with all this money Mm -hmm. and you know, I just don't know how much they give back to the community, Yeah. but the simple fact that she did that, I mean, it's like kudos and hats off, man. That was, that was cool.
0: For sure. I was, um, I was telling Brandon, I was, I watched a lot of, been watching a lot of undercover boss videos yeah. on YouTube just like the little shorts of like when you know, the boss goes undercover yeah, and they, yeah. they meet somebody and then you know they find out that he's the CEO and so you know later he's like oh I want to give you you know I want to pay off your house I'm going to give you $50,000 mm-hmm. for school dude I cry every episode I know every episode and they're like this means so much to me and it just I, I'm sure obviously like it, it might be for television like sure obviously like but it, still you're you know, impacting somebody's yeah, life yeah exactly yeah exactly like you know are there a lot of people who are you know who could use this yeah absolutely but like just to see that one person's making you know even just a small significant amount of change i i would love to be in a position where i could be financially able to give back
1: i always thought about that
0: you know like if i yeah i don't need you know i don't need like uber amounts of money to never have to worry about financially again. I just, but I, I would love to be in a situation where I could mm-hmm. help somebody else who is in need of help.
1: I always thought about like trying to help other single moms. Cause yeah. I remember how hard it yeah. was, you know, just like, it's like, do I um, keep the electricity on? Do yeah. I buy food? Yeah. Do I buy a Christmas present? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, and even like an extra hundred bucks was really, yeah, it really goes a long way. Yeah,
0: And I, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's interesting how there's some people who, I, I don't know. I feel like if I was ever in a position of maybe it's because we didn't have a lot growing up yeah. in that, you know, we really valued what we had. But like I said, if I was ever in a, in a position where I had, you know, financial Freedom to kind of just blow—not blow money, but be able to give it away responsibly. I would, you know, I could live comfortably with what it is and give the excess away.
1: Yeah, I would definitely start a foundation or something along those lines. I would
0: just, you know, I honestly, I would just like meet somebody at a diner, and and if they talk, they're like, "Yeah, man, you know, life's really tough. Tough. I'm working two jobs. You know, I got, I got one car. I got three people who need it. I'm like, Mm -hmm. all right, let's
1: go. You know, let's go go buy a car." Yeah, I've seen sometimes on TikToks or Mm -hmm. mostly on Instagram or something, it's Mm -hmm. like somebody will hear a story of like somebody walking 10 miles to work and then yeah. they, they give him a car or something yeah, like that. i yeah. think that's really cool yeah
0: there's a lot of um there's a lot of re- you know that's, that's that's what's so weird too about TikTok is because there's so much negativity but there are so many good channels out there there's one mm-hmm. where he I, I think he's i want to say he's down in mexico if not he's in somewhere in california but he'll talk to like street vendors or or, or you know people who are, are selling something on the side of the road mm-hmm. and they'll ask how much you know, is their whole cart worth and go, Oh man, I don't know. He's like, maybe like 300 bucks. He goes, cool. Here's a thousand dollars. Keep everything you want, but you know, just, you know, just knowing here's some money and they just start crying. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I would love to be able to, to be in a position where I could help somebody like that.
1: Yeah. And you know what I I mean? Even not even on that grand of a scale, but I've seen um, some TikToks where like, They'll go around like a barber yeah. will go around and be like, Hey, oh yeah,
0: who isn't yeah. it? Vic Vic Blends or something. Something like that. Like that. He's yeah. he got like a key to the city.
1: That's cool. He is
0: he has been so big and I believe he's in Atlanta. He's been so big in the Atlanta area that he has gotten so much recognition. Yeah. And he's like a I've seen his TikToks before and I knew it made sense somewhere, but he's a professional barber who mm-hmm. gets flown all around America, and I think all around the world to cut famous people's hair. Oh really? So he's he's incredibly well. Known for yeah. his his hairstyle and his and his ability to cut hair, and the fact that he chooses to just walk around and just you know what's cool about him too is he's like hey what do you, what do you want to do when you're older what you know what's yeah
1: he like talks to them yeah, while he's cutting yeah hair. It, it's yeah. not
0: so much like hey let me bless you guys with a free haircut it's like hey let you know I'm getting just as much out of this yeah. as you guys are yeah. and, and it to to hear people's stories and you know everyone has the same kind of mindset of that you know they just want to improve their life mm-hmm. they just want to do better you know they've they've got dreams and aspirations and the fact that he's like hey dude let me hear it like yeah. let me hear what's going on and give me some advice and it's a it's a great channel yeah you know I like that guy
1: and you know what and that's just the whole thing it's it's like there is positivity out mm-hmm. there it's just sometimes you have to just you have to struggle and you have to find it
0: yeah yeah you, it takes a little bit of hard it's a little harder to find nowadays but it still is out there yeah yeah well I'd like to meet that guy
1: yeah we, we, was just, we
0: should start walking around atlanta and just try to like <laughs> we really, really bad yeah, we look really scruffy yeah. <laughs> yeah hey, you guys want a free haircut I'm like who, who are you stranger yeah you know, i've never seen you before in my just life just walk up
1: to somebody will you cut my hair will you yeah. cut my hair will yeah my we hair? walk
0: around with a little barber like yeah. thing around our neck yeah yeah we're like okay right okay. i mean there's i totally caught off by surprise i can carry a pole like a little yeah. Spinning thing yeah yeah, on yeah. It. but yeah Fun. well cool yeah. Awesome, Mom. Or do you want to tell them where to find us?
1: You can find us. Um, you can find Robert at Robert Robert Pike Pike on mm-hmm. Instagram and Sherbert on TikTok and YouTube. Be sure to check out his YouTube's. He is killing it with his sure people. Sure people, or is it sweet swe- sweet people? What is it? Super, Super people. Super. <laughs>
0: Sweep people.
1: Sweet people. Sweet people. Yeah, it's, it's like Candy Crush. It's like, yeah. <laughs> He's playing an adult version of Candy Crush. And you can find me on all platforms as Gray Hair and Tattoos. All right. Until next time, everyone. Bye. Bye.